Okay. But I got everything else. Your vegetable spray. Unfortunately, <laughs> all the Brussels sprouts are big, so we're going to have to cut them. All the Brussels sprouts are big, so we're going to have to cut them. The gelatin and the cranberry you want redefined. Oh, hi, Mom. Mom? Where's my phone? Oh, it's in my pocket. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. How did that all work out? Keep going. All right, I can't hear. I can't understand what you're saying. Just a second. Can you hear me now? Yes. Okay, here we go. Sorry, we had a, a very strange technology situation because I had my phone while I was... Anyways, why don't you tell me why you're calling? <laughs> just, just why... I, I don't know the premise of this phone call. I was, I was... Well, I can't understand what you're saying. So I'm just telling you that it... I cut it. Isn't that incredible? Wow. Here we go into Thanksgiving. That's about to be real life starting tomorrow. Real, so you go, you get on the train. (sighs) I'm gonna take the hip, hip knee. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna get on the hip knee, and I'm gonna get (laughs) off at the Jamptons. No, because I'm getting off at Sag Harbor. You can't take the train to Sag Harbor because my mom is getting a kidney stent removed tomorrow because she had a kidney stone. A kidney stent. Yeah. What the hell? To let the stones through. So wait. So how does that work out? Where does that go? Where does the stent go? Probably for... in your um your ureter or something. In your urethra. No. Your ureter. Further, further up. Further up. Between the kidneys and the urinary tract. How do they get it there? Oh you know, science. They just push it on up. Little things. <laughs> <laughs> just little things. They take a straw uh-huh. and they just. Blow it up there. (laughs) (laughs) Should we sing the song because we did it? Sure. What's going on with dancing stuff? What's happening with dancing things? What's going on? What's happening? What's going on with dancing stuff? (sighs) (sighs) It's Thanksgiving. (laughs) Um, Ladies and gentlemen, what you heard was I... um, answered Reed's phone via this Bluetooth speaker that Reed has. I didn't even know it was possible. uh, Because it kept saying, call from mom. And I was like, (laughs) all right, well, I want to see that she's okay and picked up. And then she thought I was you immediately and Mm -hmm. um, started going over the list of what she has and doesn't. Yes. And that she was in agony and didn't want to go to provisions. (laughs) 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 About, he was like, we have to get a revision. I don't want to go there. Then don't go there. And there we go. Thanksgiving. And you're going tomorrow, a full day before Thanksgiving. Yeah. Well, because I'm no. going to, you know, when I, I'm going to get home at 810 is when the bus gets in. Okay. Tomorrow night. Or I'm going to walk to the house from downtown. You know, it's a seven minute walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm going to make the jellied cranberry sauce because this year I want to try a jellied version. So it needs to cool in the fridge overnight. How do you make a jellied cranberry sauce? Well, you prepare it in the way that you'd prepare a you know, cranberry relish, which is where you cook cranberries with sugar and orange peel and other kind of fragrant things. I've Carmel. never, ever done wow. something like that. And then you... That sounds after- amazing. So you... Okay. You right. So imagine cranberries. you're making jam out of cranberries. Okay. Right. So then you could stop there. It's cranberry sauce. Uh-huh. It has enough pectin in it in terms of the berries themselves to get, you know. Gooey. Gooey. Uh-huh. Exactly. All sticky right. goo. Uh-huh. 
But I'm going to go one step further and add gelatin and mold it so that we can unmold it from a shaped pan, a bunt, what have you, and then slice chunks of it. Like canned cranberry sauce, but very fancy. Also, gelatin, I feel, is good for people. It's good for bone health. Yeah, yeah. It's either Boniva or horse hooves. You know what I mean? Hooves. (laughs) What's in Boniva? Probably hooves. Yeah. (laughs) I think it's all hooves. (laughs) Eat some gummy bears or have them read uh, cranberry uh, jelly. All right. So when you do your cranberries tomorrow, are you doing it with an orange zest? There'll be some orange zest. Talk me through the other fragrant things you have. Fragrance. <laughs> what are the other fragrance? What are the fragrance? There'll be bay leaves, cardamom pops, pops, and um. So tired. And uh, something else, which was uh, bay leaves. Bay leaves. Cardamom pods and um, Citru- a citrus zest. Orange zest. Orange zest. That's it. Those, Cardamom pops, bay those are the fragrant part. And I know in the recipe, the Bon Appetit people, Brad was insistent on there being sumac, but they took it out of the recipe because it's too esoteric. That's from a tree? Couldn't tell you. It's sumac. Mm. Sumac. And then you want to touch a sumac and that. Some people are like, what the fuck is that, Brad? And they're like, cut it from the episode. I know. He um, kept putting up a post-it on the board about cranberry sauce that said sumac, and then Andy kept taking it down, and Brad would be like, where's my post-it? And then I'd be like, hee. <laughs> um, uh, wait, is there any sugar in this? Yes. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it has to. Just white sugar? Just Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cranberries are tart as the days long. They are a super yeah. bite your cheeks. Right, right, right. Except yeah. the days aren't long right now. They're short as can be. The days are short AF. It yeah. is a real good night, everyone, at 4 p.m. Short ACB. Short as can be. I'm going to start that. Oh, <laughs> Instead of AF, just ACB. <laughs> People are like, that was that was wild AF. And you're like, ACB, please. <laughs> what? As can be. <laughs> I don't think we need to be saying F around here. <laughs> wild ACB. <laughs> um, you know me, I'm wild ACB. <clears throat> so that's what you're making. And also the Brussels sprouts and the mashed potatoes. She's and your mother said those Brussels sprouts are huge, and you're we, gonna have to. I cut requested them down. small Brussels sprouts, and what we're getting is big Brussels sprouts, right? And it will be okay, right? So you'll have to cut them. I'll cut them. Yeah, you'll just look. Cut they're them supposed down. to be roasted whole. It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. I'm I mean, really I could big. still roast them whole. We'll see. We'll see. She might be exaggerating. Maybe because you know, I, have you ever seen small? There's some really small Brussels I have sprouts seen out there. Teeny, little teeny tiny, tiny marbles. Little yeah. pop it in your mouth. Yeah. Easy peasy. So it's going to be fine. Uh-huh. And then I'm doing it. I'm experimenting with mashed potatoes, trying the Bon Appetit What's thing. the recipe? Okay. So you're going to make a thyme-infused dairy simmered thing, which is, you know, with the milk. So milk with thyme mm-hmm. and garlic and salt. Uh-huh. How long? Well, you bring it to a boil and let it just sit steep for a while, like tea. Oh. Sure. While you, ro- you have to roast the potatoes in their skins, whole potatoes, okay. Okay. Yukon Golds. And then eventually you take them out, you peel them while they're hot. You got to get the skins off while they're scalding hot. Do you have to wear gloves then? You hold that? them in a towel. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if you're really equipped, you have heat gloves. Right, but right. But you'll hold them in a towel mm-hmm. and do it quickly. And then you send them through a ricer. I bought a ricer. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you make a topping, which is made of kettle-cooked potato chips, breadcrumbs, thyme and other seasonings oh. like paprika and then you toast all of that in butter and then I'm starving and then that gets sprinkled atop the mashed potatoes <laughs> my, my mouth is so wet <laughs> <laughs> my mouth is filled with saliva yeah, yeah, right yeah. now that sounds so good yeah so that you get a crispy bit with your with your soft soft potatoes mm. and then um 
the Brussels sprouts have uh, roasted pistachios and like a honey kind of savory glaze. I can't recall what's in it, but I sent the ingredients and they've been bought. Oh, that's so... And you'll do the jelly tomorrow and then everything else on Thanksgiving. Yeah, I'll do everything the morning of. Wow. Well, and for anyone listening, Thanksgiving's already happened. They've already had it. Oh, yeah. You've done your Thanksgiving. You and feel you're, sick and lethargic. Yeah, and you're like maybe with your family or maybe you're with your chosen family or maybe you're alone and um, staring at a wall, yeah. listening to this, smoking a I cigarette. I mean, I, I hope you're in a blanket watching 90 Day Fiancé or whatever. The Crown. Oh, what's 90 Day Fiancé? It's a show. It's a reality show, isn't it? It is. And it's, I've never watched it, but I've heard a great deal about it from oh. podcasts. Okay. I do believe it's a show, I'm going to make this up, where... Um, Someone has a fiancé for 90 days and at the end People decide. reach out to each other, and it's all about getting visas, generally. Yeah. And they, someone will come over from Serbia, or... No, no, not Serbia. There's no need. <laughs> um, what's a place you'd need to leave, quite frankly? Syria. Af- Syria, Afghanistan, sure. et cetera. Mm-hmm. They come over, they spend time with an American person, they have a total of 90 days before they have to, before the jig is up, you know, and then they make a decision. Hey, do you have a hard time imagining that these people are coming from a war-torn country where uh, if it doesn't work out, they will be sent back to a possible death? I'm, I'm not certain, but it's possible. Hmm. Yeah. Well, high stakes. Yeah, high reality stakes. Television. Reality TV. It's The um, Bachelor, but crazy. It, yeah, and... More personal. Certainly, and also seems like it could open up to a, so where are you from? And this person is like, wow, there's heating in here. It's really male order bride situation. Oh, and it's men in America? Well, or is it women. all men? No. Okay, good. I like that. No, no, no. I like that it's not just right, men right, right. preying right, right, right. on like some sort of disadvantaged woman, mm. that it can also be mm. women preying on disadvantaged men. Correct. Good, good. Keep it even, Steven. Steven. What else? Um, I had something. I just keep thinking back to that week where I saw those miserable shows, and I'm grateful they're over. Do you know what I mean? Oh, uh, yeah. Right? Yeah, I do. Ugh, that I, was a bad week. It really took you down. It really did. I thought, I'll never go to a show again. But then mm-hmm. um, then I went to that Paul Taylor show with Jeremy, and there was those dogs, those Alex Katz dogs, and we laughed, and we laughed. I'm sorry, What? Oh, my God, I can't believe you haven't heard this story from the person you live with. Well, it's like him to not tell me things. But we went to the Paul Taylor show, their very last show, when all those dances were retiring, mm-hmm. which was fun. And the curtain goes up on the first dance, which was called Diggity. <laughs> and the... the, the <laughs> I do remember Jeremy telling The show, the, the floor <laughs> was covered with, I'm going to say, 30 small cutout dogs. Uh, meaning that yes, Jeremy just the dancers that, yes. had to Move dance around, around them. Uh-huh. The dogs never moved. And do the dogs never move? Never. Good job, dancers. You yeah. didn't knock over your... Um... Did not knock over any paper dogs. And they... Well, at the same time, having to do kind of like one of those, um, like, things you do at the dog show, where they have to, like, get all around the little, like, dressage. Exactly. Kind of, what have you. Afterwards, uh-huh. a woman with an extreme facelift came up to us and said, why were you laughing the whole time? <laughs> And we said, because it's so funny, right? Dogs. She said, I thought it was funny too, but I didn't understand if I should laugh or not. Oh. Yeah. Guess what? Do what you want. Feel what you want. You Art absolutely. is subjective. Uh, excuse me. A um, two-dimensional cabbage was rolled out on stage at one point. I don't believe you. You should. And when it was flipped over, it was a sunflower. I'm just saying. It was a <laughs> dance you had to laugh at. Wait. Wait, like a, like a cutout of a Literally cabbage? Literally a cutout. Came, a ma- weird, how weird, big? 
higher than me. No. Yes. What for? So someone could dance in front of it, and then so someone... It was could, a cabbage. It was and a cabbage. Were these people, and the dogs are small? They're, they're, they're dog size. Small well, dog. Like a terrier size. Exactly. Okay, mm-hmm. good. And we okay. think maybe it was two different dogs painted in many different positions. Oh, there was many different positions to this dog. Oh, it was all different. Wow, my mind immediately <clears throat> just pictured... Well, it's The was, same dog? Yeah, well, because Will Rawls did this piece where there was these dogs that were... The same, mm. the same German Shepherd, I believe. Interesting. And that's the only other time I've seen that. Oh, these and were just so, little cutie dogs. Oh, I loved the idea that all the dogs were in the exact same position. Completely different, one from the other. Okay. And at one point in the piece, that's different. All the lights I liked were it more when they were the same position. At the beginning of one of the movements, mm. the first lights to come up were two little spotlights on just two of the doggies. I would have been in tears. I literally was the entire time. <laughs> I cried through the whole thing. <laughs> Yeah. So that redeemed in some strange way the week. I was like, I'm so exhausted from hideous shows. And now something absurd. And is it a good dance? No. <laughs> but that can't be. I mean, you can't say a dance is good from Paul Taylor most of the time. I'm I mean, going to say. And do I love the dancers? I love them. Of course. I love so many of the Paul Taylor dancers. Do I want them to come on the show? Absolutely. Yeah. Are many of the dances absurd and bad that's how i feel mm-hmm. but not everybody does <laughs> i wrote after i saw that piece sunset which is equally ridiculous i read what happens in that so wait again just you, real quick the cabbage turns around and it's a sunflower it's a, it's a daisy actually oh a daisy mm-hmm. and uh what's the music jazzy no no classical oh well no 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 uh-huh Oh, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Can you do it? It's this guy who wrote Uh in the style of, like, kind of Bernstein, but Uh also... That's correct. It's that time period. Yeah. It's not, like, super sophisticated Bernstein, but it's Americana jazzy. Sure. Anyways. And what are the costumes? I just am okay. so enamored. The girls with are this, like, in white tops with full white skirts, mm-hmm. and the men were wearing pants and mm-hmm. button-up shirts. Is that right, Jeremy? The men. Mm-hmm. It was boys and girls. Let uh, me tell you what. With that boys queen. and girls. Yeah. yeah. One of the girls came out <clears throat> at a certain point. The lone person wearing like a vintage bikini, a la oh. Claire McCardle. Uh huh. Why? No one could ever tell you. Oh, incredible. Yeah, but if you're doing a dance with the floor covered in dogs, you might as well. I mean, as Lady Gaga sang, do what you want, do what you want with my body. Exactly. Um, So that was an Alex Katz artwork. And then the other Alex Katz artwork that I saw this season was Sunset, which was a dance with uh, military men in red berets, a la the feelings of fancy free, but except a little more company B where the men are going mm-hmm. to war and the women are nostalgic, but there's also maybe some homoerotic undertones. Cause mm-hmm. there's a lot of like, you're my buddy. These are our hats. Mm-hmm. The women I remember are- having to see company B when I was in high school and being like, I'm not here for this. Well, it's my thing. I saw it in college. I saw it again beyond that several times and I've enjoyed it from time to time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. And one I was, time I saw it, I was profoundly sad. I thought, oh, that's a sad dance. Well, I mean, I was exposed to it at the exact same moment that I was shown Errand into the Maze. And oh, I was like, different. Um, <gasps> that one. 
I was like, the one with a woman dealing with a demon in the underground of her sexuality. Excuse me. Yes, boss. Right, right, right. You know, and it's Therese Capaccioli, and it's like, oh my God, that dance was really unquiet. Yeah. Step and step and step. Step and step and step and step and step. It's really, I just... Excellent costumes. Excellent. That Minotti. It's really, I'm really here for Aaron into the maze. Minotti. I frequently think about it when I'm on an airplane because Martha would think through the steps of Aaron into the maze. She said, at least she said she was on this flight once and it was really like... Wackadoo, which mm-hmm. I'm kind of like, all flights now, quite frankly. And all flights, have you, when's the last time you've been on a flight where you had a smooth flight the whole way? I don't remember turbulence, I have to say, because I'm often asleep. Every flight I've been on since 2012. You're very sensitive. Had turbulence. No, I remember going down to Mansi with Josh Lubin Levy, and we're like landing into wherever Florida. And I remember having to grab his wrist because I was like, this might be it. And he looked at me as well like, is this it? Mm-hmm. And the terror that our lives might be ending. But you didn't make out in that moment? No. No. It wasn't like a Jerry and Elaine moment where you both said I love What's you. What's that? <clears throat> in the final episode of Seinfeld, they're on a private plane going out to Hollywood because they're about to start filming the sitcom that Jerry wrote. Meta. Absolutely. And um, the plane has to do a crash landing in middle of nowhere but on the way down they don't end up actually crashing they do land elaine and jerry tell each other they love one another and what and happens then when, they, when the, the plane doesn't time? crash they don't talk about it i think but then Probably. they end up getting arrested in that town because they fat shame somebody in hollywood no no they're not to hollywood yet they're oh. in some small town oh and they're stuck there for a few days while the plane gets fixed and they end up, all four of them, of course, these New York people end up like laughing at a fat person as he gets robbed in the street. <clears throat> and because they do that, they get, they get arrested because they, they basically <laughs> assisted a crime by not helping. Larry David. It's incredible. Yes. Uh, iconic. The show ends with them in jail altogether. <laughs> that you don't know this is unbelievable. I didn't watch that show. It was smart. It is. It is yeah. a smart show. I just didn't. What year is that? We're talking the late 80s into the 90s. We're talking, yeah, mm-hmm. 10 years. Mm-hmm. So, like, in that time, like, I was watching, like, Twin Peaks, Tales from the Crypt. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> really, like, I just, when things were kind of just funny or, I don't know, I just, I, I, I just wasn't, th- and I also, as... As you know, like, I'm not... There has to be, like, a real female, strong... Elaine. ...kind of thing. I know, it's true, right? I She's really tremendous. I remember seeing the episode where she, with Molly Shannon, where she tells oh. her that she doesn't move her arms enough, and Molly <laughs> Shannon comes in and swings her arms across Elaine's desk, taking everything off, screaming, how's this for my arms moving? And I do remember seeing that when I was young, and being like... That woman is incredible. Yes. Cut to Molly Shannon in Enlightenment. Wow. I don't recall. She plays the girlfriend of Mike White, who works at the... Oh. She's profound. Uh Molly Shannon's really one of those profound actors. Well, Superstar was a huge moment for me, that movie. I memorized the whole thing. I've never done that really? with a movie. Yeah, because someone got Superstar. me a someone got me a, v, a bootleg VHS while I was at Purchase College, like the kind that someone's filmed from the theater. I don't. I you know what? I never knew this about you. Superstar makes so much sense for mm, you. I it, know. My mind, sad. My mind just went, like it truly. 
what's the you're horrible. You're horrible. <laughs> it's really, it's wow. Yeah, wow, slamming doors, making out with a tree. She does this outrageous scene in a confessional where she does yeah. this, where she does a scene from Sybil. Yeah, incredible. Oh my I, god! Guess what? A student of mine did that for a monologue. Uh, it's a perfect for monologue, on, and I truly was like, my feelings would be best job. expressed in a monologue from the made-for-TV movie Sybil, starring Miss Sally Field, as a woman with multiple personality disorder. Keep going. Can you keep doing that? Um, let me see. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, this would be my Christmas gift from early if you could do this monologue. <laughs> I'm off my mind. I hope you can do it. Sorry for the tension. Okay. Do you want to close your eyes? I'm trying to trying to do the beginning. I'm having. I'm struggling, but it's like, I'm a Puerto Rican lady, senor. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then she's like, um, I'm not a slut. <laughs> Hey, no slut! He, she she goes, goes on and on, but he, I can't recall. Because he goes, look at you. Oh. He, she plays oh, the, look you at know, you. the... Sitting there in your little halter top, you're nothing but a little slut. Yeah. <sighs> I'm a Puerto Rican lady, senor. Yeah, exactly. That's really... You're nothing but a little slut, Sibyl Ann Dorset. <laughs> I'm not a slut. Well, I can't remember what else she said. I, I truly knew the whole thing. At one I am not. Then she just starts screaming, I am not, not a, a slut. slut. I'm not, not a, a slut. slut. I ain't no slut. <laughs> she crashes out the doors of the confessional. It's so amazing. I I literally feel like I'm going to go home and watch that movie. It's so tonight. good. Uh, you know what movie Jeremy had never seen and I came home and it was on. It made me so sad that you weren't there. Jimmy was still in my apartment. Big. Jeremy oh. had never seen Did it. Did you watch it? Oh, well, I have seen it. Jeremy had never seen it. Did so you watch it? Jeremy saw it and was pretty shook. It's so good. She's pretty shook Did by you cry? It. It's very Jeremy emotional. Jeremy doesn't. Oh, right. Uh, do that, but... So sad when he gets left alone. My God. Because his mom won't believe that it's him. Mercedes rule. Big is wonderful. And Elizabeth Perkins? Yes. What happened to her? Well, she was on Weeds. Oh. As a friend or something? She was something on it. Yeah, okay. I yeah. never watched that show. Did you watch that? No. Um, okay, and you're... Wow, we really just jumped right away from dance. We were talking about Company B. We were talking about Paul Taylor. and What was that, this other one you saw? Sunset. Sunset. Was that in the same bill? No. There was apparently an Alex Katz program with four of the dances with Alex Katz sets. Uh-huh. I didn't go to that. Where did you see Sunset? Wait, I have a question. Have you been to the train station at 57th Street, the F train? Is that all Alex Katz paintings behind those glasses? I can't remember what train station. 57th and And 6th, the F train. The F train. I don't know. Where you get off at City Center. And then they have all these beautiful paintings around. I think they're Alex Katz. Anyways. Well, let us know, listeners, if those are Alex Katz at 57th and... 6th. 6th. The F train. F train. I don't think I've ever been in that station. Mm. I must have been at some point. Yeah, you ought to go there. It's nice. I'm sure they renovated I, it recently. I'm sure I've been. I'm sure, I'm sure I've sure. been. I've lived sure. here for I've 50 been. years. I went last night to the Cunningham event at the Guggenheim. Mm-hmm. It was nice. Googie, googie. Nice to revisit those costumes and see them in a different configuration mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. a few different people. A woman named Savannah Sprout wearing a red jumpsuit was a real highlight. She's the only spot of red in the event, which was nice. Burr really nailed that green, green grand jeté, honey. 
Oh, it's not. It's just a. It's just a jump up from two feet. He just jumped up from two feet and landed there several times. Splat down. Really splat. good job. It's so it really was good job in your hips, Burr. In that so moment. loose. My really God, incredible. I can't it was frightening. Oh, wow. I'm just really, really scared working me. Working it out. Yeah. Um, and it was fun. They danced around the carpet ring, and mm-hmm. I had a good. Old, I had a good old time. And then I went out with these new friends. Who? Who are your new friends? Jesse Wine, who's a sculptor, ceramicist. And Cassie, last name eludes me, but her Instagram last name is Pizza. Okay. And she is also a ceramicist, but has a business making these beautiful water coolers that you... Where did you meet water. these people? At an Anthony Roth Costanzo dinner several months ago. Oh, okay. At his house. And they, we made this plan to all go to the show together. And then we went out to this restaurant um, called Something or Other, mm-hmm. which is like a steakhouse on the Upper East Side. <laughs> like old world... <sighs> And just old white men in there. Mm-hmm. And um, I had a burger and people ate steak fries. And we were with this lovely woman, Marissa, and this ama- this other woman named Chrissy, who has yoga studios. And Marissa's a florist, I believe. Mm-hmm. And But they're both dancers. And they both love dance. But they have real jobs. Mm-hmm. And Chrissy um, has regrets about not taking on a job as the lactate girl. And I say, you should regret that, I said to her. I says, you should be the lactate girl. What, what is the lactate girl? She has to um, drink lactate on camera, and she passed on that. Uh huh. Oh. I know. Why on earth? Why on earth? She didn't want to be known. It was she's the yoga studio one. Mm-hmm. Did you feel it would like hurt her business somehow? I don't know. Is it embarrassing to be lactose intolerant? Um, I don't think so. Right. I I feel it's a really. I mean. I don't know. I would love to be the lactate girl. So Me too. if you're listening, have lactate girls and have it be me right. and Reed. With like a like an incredible yellow braids made out of yarn. Yeah. And <laughs> this is how the spot opens. I'm gonna write this commercial <clears throat> now. You hear Oodly, 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 and you go over and you see Reed with her yellow yarn braids and she's milking a two-dimensional cow painted by Alex Katz. <laughs> But real milk is coming out of it. And then I walk over and I go, milk looks thin. Milk looks thin. And Reed goes, lactate. And then we both drink it and then cough. That's the end of the commercial. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's pretty good. (coughs) And I think... um, Lactate. Because I had some milk earlier today. I had a cortado. And... um, What's a cortado? It is somewhere between a macchiato and a cappuccino. And it's, Why do people leave out latte? And what is the difference between a latte and a cappuccino? A latte is the most amount of milk you get with your it's espresso. My favorite. It's just, it's basically milk, <laughs> espresso. And then cappuccino is like milk, espresso. And a cortado is milk, espresso. And a macchiato is milk, espresso. So it really is like different did, variations. Did Starbucks invent macchiato? Absolutely not. That absolutely existed pre-Starbucks. Okay. Had you had coffee pre-Starbucks? Yes, I grew up with coffee. My sister was the first person to have me drink coffee because she was like, you know, I was like eight. And she was like, you seem Tired. depressed. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm like, you're having a hard time. And I was like, oh, you have no idea. I guess my mom would do that when we had to go to the airport early or something. She'd put a little coffee and more milk and be like, drink that. And would it help you? No idea. I obviously didn't get attached to it, as you, you well know. really didn't. No. Whereas I've had three coffees today. I had two coffees and then a cortado. I had one. 
That's good. They're From my favorite. That. Cafe Avignon. I also had their Niçois sandwich and a chocolate chip cookie. <laughs> In addition really... to my sludge smoothie this morning. It's incredible. And you are remaining completely Sylvie Bones. Of course. It's wonderful. I mean, I'm a little more filled out than I can be at times. I don't know. You used to look rags McGee to me. Thank but, you. Um, <laughs> Nanny McPhee. Have you ever seen that? Absolutely not. Oh, I have. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I was like, you have seen it. I Emma haven't Thompson seen it. Thompson and children in beautiful nightgowns. Mm-hmm. That's you all know I what remember. I put on for all of three minutes? Jeremy laughed so hard he couldn't believe it. And I imagine it's what it was like when he saw Diggity. Was I put on Beverly Hills Chihuahua. Oh, no. uh, because I just thought, has anyone ever seen this? No. And Jeremy said no. And I said no. And so I put it on. And in the beginning... It's just different cuts to, you know, people in Beverly Hills and their dogs and what have you. And then you see uh, um, Halloween. Uh, she goes, the keys, the keys. And Jamie Halloween. Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. You see Jamie Lee Curtis storming down or out of a car. And she walks into some shop and she has this bag. And I was like, nice bag, whatever. And there's all these dogs. And then she puts the bag down, zips it open, and out comes this chihuahua that starts talking immediately. It's Drew Barrymore. <gasps> And all these other dogs start talking to Drew, and they're like, oh, you look nice, blah, blah, blah. It sounds so good. Uh, for, I think you have to be high. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Um, it's only like a three-minute gig, and then you're kind of like, I can't bear this. It's incredible that it was made. Not only was it made, there's, there's a three sequel. of them. No. Oh, honey. One of the bitch sesh ladies, Danielle, wrote the second one. That's all Really? Yeah. Oh, maybe it's really good. We okay. love bitch sesh. We love. I mean, thank you, Casey. Thank you, Danielle. We'll have them on the pod. Um, wait, I had a question for you. Please. If only I could remember it. Oh, what is it? it's the holidays. It is. As I like to call it, the trilogy of terror, which is Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's. Do whatever you need to do to get through them. Uh, you know. Do oh, you I remember what it was. Okay. How, where are you with the crown? So, you know, I watched Bubbykins twice. Okay, because mom. I, so I thought, you know, here I am for Princess Margaret. And then I thought, oh, I'm here for Princess Anne. And then I was like, I'm Princess Alice. Princess Alice. It, she, what? I mean, talk (laughs) about, I really, watching just like an old nun smoking and keeping it real about mental health. I just really, it, I cried the second time I watched it. I cried almost from like the beginning of the episode all the way through the end. Did it make you hate Prince Philip? Or, or I will have never liked that character. Yeah, I've always, idiots. even from season one, have not liked that character. And they've really painted a picture of him, and I wonder if it's in any way true, of being um, hideous. Yeah, like hollow, out of mm-hmm. touch. Although, did you then watch the, the... I haven't seen since Bubbykins. Oh, you must go on. All right, I will. Because they try to, like, make him seem okay in an episode. Well, there's a part where he gets teary with his mother and he apologizes and you're walking like... Mm. There's an episode about the moon where they try to, like... Go there? Give some depth to him. Oh. No, no, people go to the moon. Neil mm. Armstrong. I know. It's about when that happens. Okay, great. And he gets very obsessed with the idea that these men landed on the moon. And he does this hideous thing when he's in a private jet with a pilot where he's like, do you mind if I take the controls? I can't. And the pilot's like, okay. Because I guess Philip was a pilot. Okay. And he starts ascending the plane basically into the atmosphere. Because he thinks they could... Because he's desperate to have... He has a death wish, basically, because he has no thrills in his life. And he's not allowed to fly planes alone, which we learned in season one. Right. 
So he he risks the life of both he and this other guy by going way too high just in order to get... Is the episode called Icarus? I couldn't tell you. Should have been. Stop clicking your nails. It's going to drive people absolutely... Trying to get closer. He wants to get closer to the moon. Um, What movies do you want to see? While I'm home? Or you go to the movie theater? We never do that. Um, I can't imagine what's even in the movie theaters right now. I want to see... I want to see Queen and Slim. Oh, that looks good. Where the... It's like Bonnie and Clyde. I want to see that. Runaways. I want to see that movie. And I want to see a horror movie. I've never have interest in those. Mm. But do we ever go see a scary movie together? Yeah, maybe besides Black, Black Swan. Swan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you did scream so loud in that movie that I couldn't see the part where her knee bent back and her head hit the um, bed pole. I recently watched post. a YouTube video where Isabella Boylston breaks down like ten or eleven ballet movies mm-hmm. and sort of gives the real tea. Uh huh. Does and, she do Black Swan? Uh huh. And I was like, Ugh, I wish I was doing it with her. I have so much to say. Oh, I wish you were too. Yeah. Dear Yatob. Was it for Yatob? It was for, uh, you know. Esquire Vogue? Something Bizarre? Like Vulture. <laughs> ID. Yeah, it was for YouTube. And, um, and it was fun. And she did, like, both fairy ballet movies, but also, um, both. you know, like, uh, flash dance and... <sighs> stuff did you see that incredible footage that none of us have seen from dirty dancing no it was really good what do you mean jennifer garner posted it she's like how we not seen this until now lost footage was patrick swayze rehearsing with a choreographer jennifer gray jennifer gray yeah and it's just so so great watching them work together they're in a very confined space because they're dealing with hitting their marks he was a sexy dancer incredible wow i saw it in the theater real some hip motion there so i was like child definitely under 10 yeah i remember as soon as it starts because it starts with like the slow motion grinding i was like what what is this yeah um i did a cunningham workshop did we talk about that no we haven't talked about that sad you didn't see it i was upstate i know which is uh where i teach and uh also seeing work up there okay. the weekend. But you did a Cunningham workshop I called did. August, August Osage County. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and August I played, uh, I played the daughter Street who's in love with, with a cousin. cousin. Uh-huh. That would be you. Benedict Thumberbloach. And um <laughs> I was her. I was her hundred uh-huh. But anyways, uh it was really fun and I made friends that I hope may or may not see again. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we'll have to have them on the podcast in order to see them again, maybe. Would love. Would love. And you had a good time. And I, I heard really you nice were time. excellent. Thank it. you. I I, uh, I pulled it together enough. I did feel really bummed that I wasn't seeing it because, you know, um, you are my favorite dancer. Oh, no. No. What about Joycey? Oh, my God. Wow. Whoops. Yeah. Okay, so you're my favorite male, like, male-based dancer or whatever, like, like uh, male-ID dancer in that one. What about Maggie Cloud? I said male-ID. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's not fair. I mean, you also, it's not like, I'm not going to be like, and uh, best dancer goes to Reed, Bartleby, Joycey. Right, right, right. Or well, Maggie. they haven't given me a bestie called best dancer, so, I mean... We can't. It might be it. coming. And for best <laughs> career, Reed Bartleby. No. Can you imagine? I know. But it would have to be like Reed Bartleby against um, 
Sarah Mearns, you know, it's a real... Yeah, no. I haven't, I haven't asserted myself as a dancer in that way. You have to really give of yourself in a way that I'm not willing to. Good. Yeah. Good. But I did have a very nice time learning the dance from David Kulik and Carol Teitelbaum and all the rest, all 13 stagers. Wow. And um, I think we did a good job. Jeremy loved. It's a great dance. Jeremy absolutely loved. Yeah. And uh, I love all those people. I have to say it was nice to be in a small dance company. And even after two weeks, I didn't, I didn't hate any of them, if you can imagine. <laughs> That's good. It's really great. Yeah. And I, really I, I admire all of them. I went up to one of them at a certain point. I said, if I was 15 years younger, I'd be very jealous of you. What? Well, he was 21. Oh, okay. I, I, was, I, would, I didn't understand who these people he were. He was 21 years old. And I thought, there's no point spending any energy being jealous no, of that person. No, because what's happened's happened. Mac Twining, tremendous dancer. Well, all of them tremendous. But Mac did a thing that seemed absolutely impossible. Hmm. Yeah. Which was? He, he threw his body around in a way that was fearless and perilous all at once. It was, um, it was really amazing. A thing I won't, I'm not willing to do. Well, how old is he? 21. Oh, right. This is the 21. Yeah, that's the time to do it. That's absolutely the time to do it. Um, we're old enough to be his father. That's not true. Yeah. If we're from that. Kentucky, absolutely. Let me think about that. I'm 40. Well, about to be 41. 21. So I'd been 19. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yikes, bikes. I know. <sighs> I know it. But anyways, it was a wonderful group. A guest of the or friend of the pod, Justin Lynch, was in it as well. <sighs> Love danced beautifully with authority and stability, mm-hmm. as a lawyer should. Hi, and it was great to have him there because it made me not the oldest one. <laughs> Justin's older than you. It's so wild. I know. He Gosh. looks like a baby. Gosh, she really does. She burns young. Yeah. Um, what else can I say? Well, well, we have our, we have, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't already seen our dance and stuff show, mm-hmm. it is up on YouTube with the fabulous Cola Scola and Aaron Markey. I've been watching Cola's J. Crew ads on Instagram. Ah, uh, with Amy. Tremendous. So good. So good. So cute. So fun. So strange. Yeah. They're really adorable together. It's they a, really it's are. It's real sibs. It is. It's really sweet. Um, Do you think they're the same sign? Oh, Cole's a Sag. Cole's birthday was yesterday. Really? Mm-hmm. Happy birthday, Cole. Cole, it's a few days post that now, but happy birthday. I sent her a text. I wish that Cole was here talking to us. Well, I'm having gonna, a nice time with just you. We'll have Cole on eventually. I know. What else? Um, I could do a monologue. Okay. <sighs> <laughs> I'm going to do a Thanksgiving monologue. Hello? Who is this? Oh, hi, Mom. Oh, well, I'm just about to head out the door. What? Okay, fine. I'll grab that, too. Oh, click, 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 click. Door open, door close. Click, 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 click. Click, 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 Swipes Metro card. Click, 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 click. Waits 25 minutes for a train. Oh, God, I hope the train comes soon. Train finally comes. 25 minutes later, as I said it would. Gets on train. Oh, it's it's so empty, but it smells so bad. 
train doors open. Click, 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 click. Your train is leaving in two minutes. Oh, run, 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 run. Gets on sweating, coughing. <laughs> Mind if I sit here? Oh, okay, that's okay. Someone sits down next to a protagonist. <coughs> oh, God, can you, do you mind covering your mouth? Shut up. Oh, God, Thanksgiving's hard. Gets up, goes in the bathroom. Why am I going anywhere? Why don't I just stay in New York? Why don't I just stay laying in bed, staring at a wall, smoking a cigarette, looking out at the sky, watching Netflix, watching The Crown, going on Grindr, doing anything except this. Oh, I'll get to my mother's eventually, and then I can just fully leave my body. Train arrives three hours later. Click, 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 click. Hi. Hi, Mom. How are you? I'm okay. How are you, Mom? I'm fine. I didn't get any of the things you asked for. We can go to the grocery <laughs> store now. Um, well, okay. I'm a little hungry. You are? Did you not eat anything? No, I, I kind of couldn't today. Why? Why aren't you eating? I don't know. Are you still taking your pills? Yes, Mom. I'm still taking my pills. You make me anxious. Well, I'm sorry, Mom. I'm trying to take care of myself the best I can. Gets in the car. <laughs> Gets to grocery store. Oh, no. The grocery store is closed. Mom, I thought you said that you were going to get the... I didn't have time to get the ingredients. Well, just go home and go to bed. Gets to house, goes inside, nothing to eat. Good night. Door closes. Good night, Mom. Walks around house, goes outside, smokes a cigarette, looks at the moon. Why did I come here? The end. I love that it was a combination of both you and me. <laughs> it was called a Thanksgiving monologue scene uh, that I wanted to happen quickly. Um, I was very evocative. I, I really did felt Did you know it where you were? I was at my house, but I was you. <laughs> <laughs> and um there you have it and that that's the power of theater i wish all theater was like that well it's why i made it so i want I all like... people coming in to read their monologues of their juilliard auditions to also read the stage directions <sighs> absolutely it's really good i i love that Walks kind of to the right <laughs> it's, it's really <laughs> isn't it incredible it's really good it's always. much better it's always like, well, I don't understand. Goes up stage left. Why you have to say that to me? Goes down stage right. I'm letting my body recover from the August Pace workshop. I thought about taking class today, but I did not. Um, are you doing any self-care? Like, um... I sleep. I put on the humidifier. Uh-huh. I use my jade roller. I'm doing P50. Yeah, I do. good. You, okay. And you like your jade roller? You think it's doing anything? No. Do you know, I have that Accu roller. I do, too. Where it's like a ton of little needles. I do, you... I do it on Tuesday nights. You only, do it, you only do it once a week. You're not only supposed to do it once a week. Oh, I did it every day, twice a day. <laughs> <laughs> when I had it, I, it was, I got it last year, and I remember uh-huh. doing it, like, right around this time, and I did it every day, twice a day, and I remember getting to San Francisco when, where Jeremy and I were visiting Jamie, too many J's, and I got off the plane, and he was like, wow, your face, because it just looked red, basically, because oh, yeah. it's just, like, inflamed. It is. It, it, it takes, you know, it takes its toll yeah. to poke that many holes. I'm doing my health smoothie in the morning with kale and collagen and protein and flax oil, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And, Adult body health. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, my left ankle is not where it should be, but I, I am guessing it's going to move back into its rightful place. Um, I was having a really hard time with a uh, vertebra and rib and... Um, I saw Bill Walsh today, mm-hmm. who really helped mm-hmm. cracked it right back into place. But before I saw Bill, I saw Jillian, who I cannot wait to have on the podcast. Was Jillian at home with her dad? 
No, so Jillian was doing craniosacral. Jillian's working there, like at the, wow. at the place, and, it's, and I was like, I want craniosacral from you. Yeah. Um, I love seeing Jillian. I would love to have her she on. She has to come on. Well, before we completely get esoteric and lose everyone's interest, ladies and mother, we absolutely love you. We hope that you are um, warm, warm, fed, fed, uh, not ho- too lonely, but somewhat lonely. Well, Thanksgiving, all the holidays feel kind of lonely. So, you know, also maybe it can be a little romantic. Ooh. Um, uh, maybe a little productive. Work on an application. Okay. Yeah. Do the artist's way. Thanksgiving's a perfect time to start journal. the artist's way. Journal. Journal. Journal to Absolutely. storm. Journal um, to storm. Put on uh, Tori Amos's Choir Girl Hotel journal. Um, <sighs> and maybe, uh, let's see, you'll be in Sag Harbor. Do you think you'll meet someone? No. You might. In Sag Harbor? Mm-hmm. Nope. You'll be walking down the street and you hear, hey, hello, what's your name? Reed. What's your name? Chuck. Do you know the last person to acknowledge me as I walked down a street in Sag Harbor? Was your brother? No. Uh, who was it? That guy from Titanic. Leonardo DiCaprio? No, nope, the old one. The, captain, the guy who designed the ship. He's a musical theater actor. Victor Garber? Victor Garber. I... Let me tell you what. I love Victor Garber. We were both in first class once. And um, I had met him at Williamstown years ago when uh-huh. I was a child with people like John Benjamin Hickey. And um, mm-hmm. I and Victor was with his partner at the time. I don't know if it's still his partner. Okay. Boyfriend. We're, not, we're not trying to out, is he? Victor's out. Okie doke. Victor's got If to you're be not out. Victor, it's too okay. late now, Queen. And um, he's out. We'll check it. We don't know. He might have a wife. We don't really know. We will check it. He gave me a friendly nod as I walked towards my mother's shop. Well, let me tell you what. Victor is a forever wood for me because she is so hot. Jack. What? Forever wood? Too old for you. Is she? How old is she now? 75. (laughs) Well, you know, whatever. (laughs) So beautiful. Yeah. Such a talented actor. Beautiful voice. Mm-hmm. Exceptional. I had that beautiful white hair starting at like, mm-hmm. you know, 35. Oh, speaking of beautiful voices, I mm. went to this Broke music concert with John Casfont, and we saw the Orchestra of the Age of Enlightenment and this countertenor, Yeston Davies, and it was great. Did we already talk about this on the pod? It's very possible. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But at the end of the show, after they'd sung Vivaldi's Gloria and Pergolesi's Stabat Mater, they did a little encore, which was one little choral movement from the Gloria, and the soloist, the two women and the countertenor, situated themselves besides the choir, beside the choir, and sang with the choir, and it was so charming. I love that. I know, I loved it too. I really loved it. I also it. love Baroque music. It's the best. It's really good. Yeah. I'm excited because the director of the Jeremy O'Hara's play, Dustin Wills, has a mm-hmm. uh, loves to do Baroque opera. And she's really? very tuned in to Baroque and Rococo. Okie dokie. Yeah. J'adore Baroque. Rococo is verging on your Thomas Kincaid, what have you. But it is fun. I, uh, But I mean, I think for like sets and what have you. For Disney, for Thomas Kincaid. So I much know. inspiration. But yeah, yeah, absolutely. Ladies on swings. Uh, honey. Sun-dappled forests. Uh, honey. Yeah. I, I mean, it's a real... She's a Luke. <gasps> Remember Cinderella? No. Who's that? The live-action Cinderella. <laughs> Bernadette. Whoopi Goldberg. 
Victor Garber. I'm not talking about that one. I was talking about the most recent Cinderella. Oh, not the musical with Brandy. No, I see. But that musical is incredible. Mm-hmm. Whitney. Whitney is the fairy godmother. Who, when she has that, she has that song, um... Impossible. Impossible. For a plain yellow pumpkin to become a golden carriage. Impossible. I can't believe that that slipped forward in my mind as you, I think you, like, psychically stuck your fingers in my head and pulled it out of the vault. Um, I loved that song, and I would go around it's my house song. singing it. It's a really good one. Yeah. But, uh, yes, of course. And Kate Whitney Blanchett And, um... Cinderella. <laughs> it was so intense because you had just said Bernadette. Mm-hmm. Wait, is Bernadette Peters no. in that one? She's, Why did, she's in the she's in the, the Brandy. Brandy one. Is she she's, the wicked stepmother? Of course. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible <laughs> for Bernadette Peters to be in a musical. I forgot about it. It's, um, <laughs> I really, I think I had a dream about Bernadette Peters last night. Actually, she's so wonderful. She's so wonderful. Have you seen Pennies from Heaven? No. Read. I swear to God. When I think, gonna... whenever anyone says pennies from heaven, I think they're talking about the jerk, and I think I've already seen the jerk. Do you know what I mean? You should watch it this weekend. You will lose your mind. I literally told Garen, I was like, oh, you, my God. did you think I, your drawing class I was happening? My phone said 6.08, but it said 5.08, and uh-uh. I said, I'm going to be late. Uh-uh. No, you're drawing I'm going to miss the two-minute poses. Is what <laughs> it's so good of you to continue on that way. Um, I think we're drawing close today. It's a no-brainer for me. You know what I mean? It's my job. <laughs> Pennies from Heaven uh-huh. is truly... It's one of those... It's a tragic comic musical that uh, really has Who's, so many things going is on. Is it Steve Martin? And Bernadette Peters. Right. And Steve Martin tap dances in a way you will not believe he is capable of. All right. It's... It's truly where you, it's like these, these people are so talented, um, that my mind, it sort of explodes. It's They're still with us. Don't you think they should be in more films? I'd love that. Yeah, it'd be nice. I love that. I literally, I met Steve Martin once. Did you? He was, pale. um, shy. I mean, he has that, he's like, has depression. Well, being famous is hard. Yeah. I would say. Yeah, it is. I mean, I, would, I don't know, but... I mean, Victor Garber stopped you on the street and asked if he could kiss you, and you were like, excuse me, I know we're both famous, but... <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, Victor. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, you ha- Please watch Pennies from Heaven this weekend. It would mean the world If it's on a me. streaming service, my mother and I will watch it. It's on Amazon. Okay. I'm sure of it. How did... Uh, we watched it. Um, you have to watch Remember terrible. Slums of Beverly Hills? We watched that. What? Slum. Wrong. What, what was that movie are called? You fucking talking Slum. about. What was that movie? Bernadette in New York, Soho. Ah, Slaves of New York. Slaves. Incredible. What's Slums of Beverly Hills? Is that a movie? It might be, but it immediately makes me think of Troop Beverly Hills. Shelley um, Long. With the impeccable Shelley Long opens with her drunk on Evian. <laughs> it's just, it's just a, like... The Evian water bottles pooling towards her big bed was really something I thought my life might be like one day, and um, kind of is. Uh, what's your favorite bottled water? I cannot distinguish them, to be honest. Mm. But I would say I, I just go by the look, and I I do like the way the smart bottle bottle looks. Me too. It's, 
simple. Mm-hmm. I think that the Voss ones are pretentious. I think the Fiji ones are a little over the top. Oh, come on. Right? I mean, the Fiji's Dis- really like, go off. Dasani ones are in poor taste. Oh, the Dasani like, ones are they're ugly. They're trash people. And they, ta- they taste bad. I think Poland Spring is very New England. You know? And it tastes bad. It's reasonable. It doesn't taste good. I think that Evian has gone too far with their marketing. I think it tastes it's funny. an overcomplicated bottle. I most prefer the smart water taste. Anything that has a pH balance. Pash? No. Uh, I think that's got to balance. Um, uh, what other bottled waters are, are there? Uh, what other bottled waters are there? There's Nestle bottled water. You know when you get that when you're overseas? You're uh, like, What's going on? And, and you're, like, you're like, wow, the, someone like took a lighter to this cap to put it back on. Absolutely. Um, I absolutely know what that's like. Uh, Poland Spring, what it means to be from Maine. You know what I thought it was? What? Poland Spring, what it means to be a woman. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, if that was their marketing campaign, I would only drink Poland Spring. I would absolutely be like, look, I'll tell you what, change your marketing campaigns to by women. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and I'll buy it. I'll buy it. I'll absolutely Amazing. buy it. What is Menon? I think is it's deodorant. And what was it selling? It was selling deodorant by Menon. Was it just deodorant? Was it I shaving don't. cream? Who knows? At this Who point knows? in the podcast, if you're still listening. I meow, wonder what you're meow, doing. Meow, meow, and meow, if you want meow, to, meow, 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 DM us what you're meow, doing meow, at this meow, moment. Meow, meow, while Reed meow, is singing a beautiful meow, song meow, from meow, Cats meow, that was meow, cut. Meow, you might not have known meow, it was cut, but Andrew Lloyd Webber was like, I already have 18 songs meow, in the docket. And they were like, well, you've got to cut one of these back. <laughs> and he was like, but I don't want to. I'm Andrew Lloyd Webber. And they were like, well... Couldn't you just cut one new record? Andrew Lloyd Webber is disgusting. Is in the same category as Donald Trump. They'll both be remembered as garbage people. Do you think? Maybe. I hope so. Except that Andrew Lloyd Webber does write songs that 11-year-olds find meaningful. <gasps> Absolutely. Yeah. I had to let it happen. I had to change. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't stay on my left down. Oh, my God. I just... And a sheer kind of like, you know what I wish? Just please, there's some movies that should, if if you have an HBO, Hulu, Amazon subscription, just make Truth or Dare available. It's it should always be streaming. It's one of those movies. Jack, that, I'm gonna tell you something that you should be able to watch. I, like, I love that you're yelling into the universe. The mm-hmm. only person mm-hmm. you should be yelling at is Madonna. She's the person who I'm positive was like, my movie can't be released. Ever. Oh, it was streaming for a while and then it went away. Where? I don't know. I'm just sure I saw it. Yeah. I did because I remember sending it. Sec- I remember s- when Jeremy and I started dating, I filmed uh, Like a Virgin and sent it to him and I was like, get into it. It's, uh, mm. This was important for me. Anyhow, I was like, what's going on with M on streaming services? And I found this. Mm, like a sturgeon. Didn't even have to look at you to do a fart joke with it. It was real. I knew it was, I knew it was coming. I knew it. I knew it. I was like, what's streaming from M? So she has this like, Max behind the sounds. And she's like, well, my son wanted to do soccer. So we went to Portugal. 
and I didn't have any friends here. And quickly I made friends and I went to the Martha Graham School of Contemporary Dance and, you know, there was a uniform and I didn't want to wear that uniform. And so I started doing little adjustments, cuts in my stockings. She said something else. And they pulled me aside and they're like, you can't do that. And I said, well, anytime there's a rule, I've got to break it. I don't know why. <laughs> and then I was taken into this room and Martha Graham came in and she said, you need to obey the... And immediately I was like, this didn't happen. Nope. And she's like, and Martha Graham said you need to obey the rules. And I said, if you would have obeyed the rules, would you have the career you have? This didn't and, happen. And Martha, Graham, and Martha Graham said, but in this case, it's, uh, you know, we, we have to do this. I can't remember what Madonna says, why Martha Graham is talking to her. And then she says, Martha, and she goes, and then Martha Graham said, every day when you come in here as someone new, I'm just going to call you Madam X. And that's how I have the title for this CD. And I was no. like, there's these photos of you with Martha Graham when you were helping the company. You did a whole, she had this whole shoot for, I think it was Bizarre, where she like basically did Lamentation on a Beach in like Venice, California. And um, <laughs> uh, I, you know, I've, I've, I followed the narrative here. Mm-hmm. Loved, loved Martha, loved M. Madge, Madonna, Madame X. She and, made um, this up. I was like, I don't know why no one's heard this story till this moment. Because it's fake. But what is real is that she did take money at the Laura Lubavitch's loft for classes there so she could take class for free. That's good. That's a true story. Yeah, that is. That I heard both from Lars' mouth, Rob's mouth, and in the Mark Morris book. And Madonna. You should read like, that. Everyone read the Mark Morris book. Honey, if you... Get a clue. If you need something... If you need something to do... Read Get the, the Mark, Mark Morris, Morris book, book. Kindle, Audible, <laughs> listen to it, read it, buy it on Amazon. It's a great book. You'll learn about dance history. Wait, do you get to... Does, has he done an Audible where he reads it? It's possible. Because... Definitely Isaac's is on Audible, read by Isaac. Heaven. But you have to read this book. It's like... It's everything we think, quite frankly. You'll just... You'll understand... You'll will it. What it does is it 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 validates our thoughts of dance and stuff. <laughs> oh, you and me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and if, and if you've been tuning in, um, even if you couldn't look away, uh, you know, and you're still here with us. I had an absolutely a, charming day with Mark Morris. Oh, you did. Isn't that the craziest thing you ever heard? Can you even N- believe it? It's completely not crazy. And you know what? It, it actually was. Very... I thought it was crazy until it was happening, and mm. then I thought, oh, this is so nice. It literally makes sense. Mm-hmm. The two of you um, are not musicologists and yet are. You have both uh, worked intimately with dance and love dance uh, as much as you love music. Mm-hmm. Uh, they pair themselves together in a way that you two are both able to talk through and you're both no bullshit. I wonder what sign Mark Morris is. We are in Sag season. <clears throat> I don't know. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I would have talked about it with him if I knew anything or cared about astrology. <laughs> I know, but you don't. <laughs> um, Sages are real. Every time I see the Sag meme, I'm like, that is real and it's not. Because Sages also have like this whole, like, I'm a slut vibe that everyone says on the internet uh, oh. on like memes. And I was like, hmm. But you know. I think in a different life I could be. It just didn't work out that way. Send DMs, ladies and mother, and, um, uh, you know, it's, it's the holidays. So everyone make everyone else warm in terms of how cold, isolated, lonely, and perhaps feeling of death. Put potato chips having. on your mashed potatoes. 
You can also do that. It's, you know, it's hard about the season. Jellied cranberry sauce is in, honey. <laughs> As per the New York Times and Bon Appetite. You guys, we loves you. Jellied cranberry sauce. <laughs> Ladies, gentlemen, other Alex cats. Also, holidays are coming up. Buy your tote bags. We have both oh, vintage honey. dance and stuff tote bags on canvas. We do. We still yeah, have that. Several. Those left. I made more. Oh, those have ticked up in price now, just so you know. I don't think that's true. They are uh, handmade. They are silk scrawned. Uh-huh. And then we have bagoos in Nebraska, oh, Paris, in New York. Please go online, buy gorgeous. your bagoos. They're the best Christmas present for or Hanukkah present. Or Everyone Kwanzaa. I know who has one says that people remark on how gorgeous they are. Yeah. It's a great gift for, for religious, non binary, what have you. Absolutely. For non denominational. Unitarian Universalist. Uh, when you're just sort of like, when am I going to get these people a bag? Get them a bagoo full of bagoos. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh my God, you should buy them a bagoo filled with bagoos. Yeah, fuck stockings. Get bagoos. Yeah, honey. Well, that's the tag. <laughs> <laughs> that literally, bagoos missing a beat. Another commercial we could do where you just walk in with a bag and go, fuck stockings. And I can go get bagoos. <laughs> Absolutely. It's really good. The bagoos were hung over the space heater with care. (laughs) (laughs) Over the humidifier. Gee, I do feel so dry. Someone... You have massive humidifiers all over your house. It's not enough. Moist, moist, moist. I just, I run dry, you know? My God. I know, my lips are a bit splitty, which is unusual for me. Mm, I hate that. I just want to rub Vaseline all over myself and... Put a big jacket's over. Do you know what I mean? Ooh, no. We're literally Our age, sinking in. We're drying up. We're cracking. There's nothing we can do. I saw a picture of myself. Every time I see a picture of myself, you know what I mean? I'm like, wow. What is that? What is that big, huge shadow on my cheek? Can you even imagine? It's ter- horrible. Horrible. <laughs> you feel you're literally turning into Skeletor. I know. I used to have Skeletor who cheeks. can do Cunningham. I yeah. never remember you with cheeks, actually. Even this photo of you as a baby that we should post, you look um, sculpted. Oh, interesting. Yeah, you look. You're always. You're always posing. <laughs> <laughs> you're always. You're always posing. You're so mad at me about it. I'm not at all. It's just how it was my line delivery, but I, there was no anger under oh, it. Oh, okay. I'm exhausted. I think we're good. But it doesn't stop me from standing, Happy Thanksgiving, posing, everybody. Porn we really do love um, talking you. to each other and metaphorically you. Yeah. Why don't you send us a message so that we can really feel you, so yeah, that we or, know you. Or even better, money. <laughs>